In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. Hot tubs aren't really my thing. What is your thing, then? Complex female characters. All right, and that is uh, wine cellar business, folks. All right, and folks know uh, topics could be uh, trigger fine, triggeration, a trigulation, this, that, and the other. Uh, a couple of things uh, that I have up here. and uh, Oh, and uh, folks, uh, if you're not on the Patreon, Phoenix Kaleeder's, uh Swapcast is uh, Patreon early access right now as we upload this uh, Thursday evening. And uh, it will be on the socialized feed Saturday morning. All right, so if you want to catch that now, Phoenix Kalita breaks down the hashtag traffic panic. Latest news in that, the traffic panic. All right, and uh, something that we both had in our notes, and I know I definitely forgot to get to, so this is not fresh. All right. Oh, for some reason, this says it's up for September 11th, 2019, but... We've already seen this story, though. Oh, I've done that one on Swapcast. Okay, I, I haven't touched it. Um, So, yeah, so wine cellar heads may not have heard it. Uh, but it's, uh, and I, so there's probably multiple outlets with it, but this is uh, metro.co.uk, and it's a uh, chef creates a food delivery service for sex workers who come home late. All right, this probably only serves one city. Uh now, uh, so sex workers face lots of challenges, uh, criminalization, violence, stigma, all the things that you already know. Let's get down to the uh, what I personally call brass tacks. Uh, <laughs> this is a 38-year-old individual from Oregon, and they started the food delivery service named Meals for Heels. All right? Meals for Heels. And that's because uh, sex workers are associated with uh, the high-heeled style shoe. All right, so it's the Meals for Heels, mm-hmm. and it's uh, catering to uh, strippers. Bouncers? Or b- bouncers aren't sex workers. Well, I think they mean bouncers at strip clubs. Uh, don't bouncers tend to be cis men? Yeah. They don't need any fucking help. <laughs> and if they're bouncers, I'm pretty sure they're getting enough protein. All right, but you know what? This is their service. They serve who they want to service with their service. Uh... Dominatrices, dominatrixes. Dom- there needs to be a different way to say that. Should dominatrixes. Be- I don't like that. Doms. That makes you think of Fast and the Furious. Wow. Hey, Toretto. So fucking uh, bouncers, uh, Dominic Toretto's, <laughs> and uh, and if these folks are in need of home cooked super late food at night. 
Yeah, sure. Home cooked suppers late at night. Right. And they, they go by the name of Nikisha. And they uh they made it for a friend who works as a stripper. Oh, that's and interesting. Why? When I covered the story, the friend was actually her girlfriend who was a stripper. Uh, well, this is September 11th. <laughs> that tower got knocked down. <laughs> 9 11 jokes are funny. <sighs> All right, come on, get on down with the colored band. So, uh, most restaurants are closed. So, a lot of the obvious. What's dope is just the fact that this nigga's out there doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're actually black, and apparently one they of are the... black. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know if they're actually black. Like like it's just like so just hold off on this one. Like her name no, is they... Nikisha. No, that's her in the top in the picture in the top. That's her with the dreads. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The the face is covered up with yeah. the deal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and it looks like they have a uh, a, a, a cross colors bracelet. Mm. Yeah. So that's a so that that that's that's goings on there. Yeah. Yeah. Like cool, but like I, I wonder, like can can they expand it? Will they make enough money to expand it? Yeah, I think right now it's the early stages because she's like, well, when I covered it, she was doing all the deliveries herself. So we'll see if more people are using it. If she can like hire. Um, you know, like drivers or something to deliver. So I think that'd be pretty cool. I looked at some of the dishes too; they looked really good. Okay. Yeah. See, you're 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 the food head. I just want to know if folks are getting to eat. Yeah, folks are getting to eat. Yeah, it doesn't need to have rich flavors. Well, that's the thing, though. Is like strippers are notorious for having bad diets because they get off work so late. So the only thing that's open is like Taco Bell and like a 24-hour McDonald's. And it's uh. just like you can't you can't eat that every night. <laughs> So, and yeah, that was actually how she got, came up with it because, it, well, the article I had said it was her girlfriend who was a stripper and she was like kind of irritated because she's a, a personal chef. You know, she actually went to culinary school and she would go in her girlfriend's car and it would be nothing but like fast food wrappers. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know? And so just started cooking for her. And then, of course, her girlfriend started bringing stuff in the strip club and people were like, hey, we'll pay for those meals too. And so it like became a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it actually became Meals for Heels on some It became Meals level. for Heels, yeah. Yeah. For folks that actually like the, the strip performance, if you could take the uh, take the patriarchy and misogyny out of it, imagine how many more moves they could do in athletic shoes. Oh, yeah. You put them in a good pair of cross trainers. Fuck yeah. Yeah, maybe some... Uh, I assume basketball shoes exist for a reason, like, they could probably do some wild shit. Matter of fact, just put a basketball hoop there. Fuck it. Let them strip and play basketball. I would not want to run down a court without a brawn. Or what about, like, whack-a-bro, right? I'm like, some white dude's head pops up. They bang that motherfucker back down. This program is reverse racist. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that could be a uh, really fun, like, BDSM game. Hmm. And The Onion. I need to link this on my face, booze. BDSM game. I just caught that. Yeah. Whack-a-bro. Yeah. Huh. You know what? I could see um, uh, Electra on Pose doing that. Yeah. But you, you haven't been watching Pose. Uh, yeah, Electra, for folks that have been missing uh, Pose, Electra got into uh, what I personally call dominatrix sex work and um, just be fucking these white niggas up. Yeah. Yeah. They and, like that shit. Yeah, like this one nigga likes to be like tied up and blindfolded and left alone because they like the thrill of knowing that they might be just left there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> niggas be illin'. 
but there's they, a lot of things that happen in BDSM dungeons. Uh, they're they're paying. Yes. They're paying. Yeah. BDSM. Yeah. How could somebody hurt me? Like, oh fuck. Okay, I'm gonna sit here and listen to this whole Young MC album. <laughs> it would actually be it would actually be tying you down with a ball gag and a blindfold and making you listen to an entire uh, Cardi B album. <coughs> nah. Yeah. Nah, cause no ball gag, no safe words. See, that's not fair. No, there's workarounds to safe words. How the fuck? Well, I'm doing it immediately. Well, <laughs> I'm not listening to that. That's not the. No, you don't get to use the safe word because you don't want to. <laughs> that's not how it works. This is why I can't be a part of the community. <laughs> Anyways, no, there's different gestures you can do if you have a gag and you can't actually say the safe word. But no, you don't just get to be like, I don't like it. Safe word. That's not how. That's not the how safe words work. Uh-huh. <sighs> like, yo, this shit's whack. Yo, turn that shit off. <laughs> they be like, yeah, my bad, yo. Shit, I should pay you for this one. <laughs> so fucking, uh, this is The Onion, and I don't click them too much. I preferred, I missed the days when The Onion had a podcast and did videos. I really mm. did. They did a really good job. They actually do have a movie. I downloaded it. Maybe, um, and maybe after January 1st, I'll spark up a doobie and sit down and watch that again. It's a good old time. But uh, this is on The Onion. It's a funny fucking thing. You'll want to check it out. The title is Obama Spends Afternoon in Garage Restoring Classic Drone. Whew. It is fucking funny stuff. Just take a look at a couple of uh, words from here. Uh, uh, taking his time to thoroughly clean a pair of replacement um, carbur- carburetors. Hold on. Old granddad here has the glaucomer. It ain't right. A couple of carburetors and installed them on the uh, woo, turbocharged Rotax engine as a classic as classic rock tracks blared from a nearby transistor radio. Sources confirmed that President Barack Obama spent most of Wednesday afternoon in the White House garage continuing his restoration of vintage military drones. Pausing every so often to admire his work, the president, dressed in jeans, a grease-stained champion sweatshirt, explained that he has been tinkering with the 1995 RQ-1 Predator since acquiring it from a military scrapyard two years ago. The commander-in-chief said he considers the salvaged unmanned uh, aerial vehicle a prized find, as the United States only produced 12 of the classic airframes for their inaugural deployment in the Bosnian War. I think I was, uh, I think I was 15 when they yes. uh, when they were getting the Bosnia thing cracking. I so, was a teenager. Yeah, and I remember um, that nigga, little um, little squeaky, came to the bus stop, and he was like. We're at war again. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Clinton just signed it. Yeah. Yeah, we were some little news-watching motherfuckers. And over here, uh, pinknews.co.uk, which is Pink News the one that is really, really into, uh, uh, what is it? I think either Kamala Harris. I don't think so. One of them. It's one of those outlets. I think maybe the advocate, one of them. Oh. Yeah. And it's just like, come on, niggas. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is on pinknews.co.uk. And uh, it's one of those ones where the story's in the headline. Mexico is now the world's second deadliest country for trans people. If I remember right, the first one was Brazil. Brazil? I wouldn't be surprised. Was that correctified? 
wouldn't be surprised. Uh, let's take a look. So a new study, which is a hyperlink of its own, that takes you to a um, left, what's that say, left trace? Where? The website. Oh. I don't know that word. Uh, see. Oh, it's all Hispanical. Okay. Yeah. I can dig it. With super small letters. Yeah. On some level, I... Like, not even joking, like, that shit's ableist. Like, some of us need big fucking letters, motherfucker. <laughs> I said not even joking, and she laughed it. <laughs> Letra S.A. is what it is. Okay. Letra S.A. It's the Letra S.A. So, um... Wow. So, this is a new study, and Letra S.A. is an LGBT plus rights organization. And, um... At whoa, between 2013 and 2016, at least 473 LGBT plus people that we know of Mm -hmm. have been killed in this country, and 261 of those were trans women. 261 of 473. Uh, Can you pull a percentage on that? Um, according to the report, the uh, last two years have been the most violent. Because more trans women are out and less... 55%. 55% are trans women. And uh, that's because more people are out and less news organizations are misgendering. Yeah. Like, people don't, uh, people think this shit, murdering trans women is some old brand new ass shit. Think about at the rate motherfuckers were uh, violent toward cis gay white men and boys. Mm-hmm. What the fuck you think they were doing to trans women? Mm-hmm. Nigga. Come on. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, take a look on down here. I'll take you quick. All right, so according to the report, the last two years most violent with a 30% increase that you know of. However, the study says that the numbers are likely even higher due to a lack of data collection on crimes against the LGBT plus people and that due to fear of their sexual orientation being revealed, fear of suffering more violence or distrust of law enforcement, many LGBT plus people prefer not to report when they have been victims of acts of discrimination or violence that they survive. Complete the sentence, motherfucker. Um... A little bit more from this article. Uh, six out of ten LGBT plus participants in the study said they have had uh, said they had suffered discrimination during the last year, and more than half suffered hate, physical aggression, and harassment. And that's on PinkNews.co.uk by Lily Wakefield. Also, this article was erected September 11th. Oh, you're funny. 9-11 jokes, you can pull them in there anywhere you want. Well, not anywhere, but... On some level, the number 11 is like its own set of Twin Towers. On some level. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and it's like, and one is a skinny number. It's like Olsen Twin Towers. Olsen Twin Towers. Oh, oh, where, 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 where's, where's the GIF niggas from the rap battle? Oh! Oh my god. All this niceness. I'm a rapper. Stop rapping at me. I'm not a rapper. Oh wait. Oh damn. Looks like I did I open the link twice? Yes. I'm a link twice open and ass motherfucker. Hmm. Alright. And please please oh please need to put oh. the smart device down so I ain't got my shit. I didn't know I was pulling up my news stories already. Um oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. do you remember Judge Aaron Persky? 
oh fuck Aaron Persky judge that's that's not the one that was selling kids to prison no fuck I don't remember that name Aaron Persky was the judge in the Brock Turner case oh fuck who then like quit because he knew he was never gonna get uh you know be able to keep his job after that bullshit he somehow some way yeah the guy who gave Brock Turner what six months for raping an unconscious woman behind a dumpster oh okay so he now works at a women's shelter and he's a hardcore feminist now he actually got hired as a girls tennis coach Hmm. Don't, 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 don't make my jokes reality. That's no good. I didn't, I, I didn't Jesus hire that Christ. nigga. So, wait, is that women's tennis coach? Like a girls junior varsity team. Oh, fuck. So like close to the same age as the Brock Turner rape victim. Because junior varsity is what, junior in high school? So that's what, like 16, 17? Oh man, what? I wish the red right hand actually existed. Seriously. Jesus Christ, but then I might be one of their mistaken identity ones. You might be. You do fit the profile. All niggas look alike. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh, folks, The Red Right Hand. There's a show called Wentworth on Netflix. If you have access to a Netflix account, check it out. There's seven seasons. It's a proper right binge. Um, and in that show, there was a group of folks called The Red Right Hand that um, went around fucking up what? I think they started with men accused of rape or something. Yeah. Like, is that what they started? And then they just kind of it went off the rails. They went a little off the rails, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm okay with the off the rails part if we still get the first part. All right, as long as, you, as long as you're still getting rapists and, yeah. you know. Because, I mean, really, capitalism and white supremacy has Earth off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everything's on fire. Yep, everything's on fire, and Sweden's tallest mountain is be shout. Yeah. It's damn near shortest of Twin Towers. Uh, so Aaron Persky, the former judge in the Brock Turner sexual assault case, has lost his new job as a high school girls tennis coach following swift criticism from the community. Oh, good. Okay. Fuck. What? The fact that he went for that job. Like, I want to know the story of him getting that job. Did oh. someone say, hey, here's a gig. Come get hired here. Or did he say, oh, yeah, that's for me. Effective September 11th, 2019, (laughs) Mr. Persky's employment with the district as the junior varsity girls tennis coach has ended, said Rachel Zlovitzier, a spokesperson for the Fremont Union High School District. Uh, She told HuffPo, the Huffington Puffington Post, Wednesday night. Persky was hired last week to coach tennis at Lynn Brook High School in San Jose, California. The former judge was recalled from the bench in June 2018 after sentencing Turner, a former Stanford University student, to a mere six months in jail on three felony assault charges. Slovitzier said that the district will begin a search for a new junior varsity girls coach uh, immediately. Please know we are deeply committed to maintaining an effective, safe, and positive environment for all students, she added. Then why do you hire this nigga in the first fucking place? Uh, fucking so so he got fired he got fired but he got hired last week and it was the community outrage that got him fired they weren't gonna do shit until the parents were like fuck no huh that's fucking bugged out yeah yeah i don't have a lot of commentary for that that's just fucking bugged out um and then, of course, Persky's infam- infamously said during Turner's sentencing, a prison sentence would have a severe impact on him. I think he will not be a danger to others. 
He also said part of his uh, reasoning for a lenient sentence was due to mitigating factors like the role alcohol played in the assault. Mm -hmm. The news of Persky's coaching position went public late Monday night, according to a petition to remove Persky from the role, uh, which was created shortly afterward. As of Wednesday night, the petition had 3,000 signatures. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, after all that, a high school said, why can't we leave him with minors? And parents said, uh, fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah, like they just had that fucking, um, that gymnastics coach motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you want another one? You want that dad scene where the bailiff accidentally trips and falls trying to get to him? Let me be the fucking bailiff. Oh, oh, oh. I blew a hamstring. You're going to be like a white woman in a horror movie? <laughs> tripping over nothing, man. <laughs> Just tripping. Just tripping. <laughs> um, all right. So what else do I have here? You know what? Well, some punk-ass <laughs> bailiffs, nigga. They should have... And I think it was like two or three of them. They all should have collectively choreographed, tripped and fell, and couldn't get to them in time. Whoops. Oops. And then just like tripped over each other. Yeah, like, oh, we like, oh, just no. three stooged that shit. Oh, no. I don't know what happened. And even if they what? If they suspend you, they're going to, your cops, they're going to suspend you with pay. You go back, you keep getting your checks. Right. Or you just transfer to a different courthouse. Like, yeah. Or you resign so you still get your pensions. Or say they fire you before you can resign. You're the fucking hero that let a child rapist get beat half to death. Yeah. Uh, write your book and go on tour. Honestly. And this is going to be my whole book. I let that child rapist get beat half to death. The end. <laughs> that's not a book. That's a flyer. That's a book, nigga. It's going to have a, a cover and all that shit. This imaginary book that I'm acting like is going to happen. A cover and all that shit. Yep. That's what books have, right? They do have covers, and you can't judge a book by its cover. So they say. Yeah. Yeah. I could. I, I tried to think of a swift one. Mm. <laughs> could not. Okay. Uh, California. Church leaders have been arrested for holding homeless individuals captive and forcing them to labor. Hmm. Well, I'm sure that the... Uh... Wait, What? Headline again. Church leaders arrested for holding homeless individuals captive and forcing them to labor. Human trafficking. I'm sure the Swerfs are going to get it right on this because they hate trafficking. Jesus Christ. They're just like, man, look, we are really conservative. And that's the Bible says slavery is okay. God damn it. Damn, you want to talk about a constitutional originalist? Mm. Holy shit. Um, so, a group of Southern California church leaders were arrested Tuesday in a forced labor case involving homeless people who were allegedly held against their will and coerced to surrender their welfare benefits to the church. Twelve leaders of the Imperial Valley Ministries, based in El Centro, California. And it's called Imperial. Imperial. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some yes. Im imperialist fucking enslavers yes well i mean aren't they all um so the imperial valley ministries which was based in el centro california were arrested on charges of conspiracy forced labor forced labor document servitude and benefits fraud accused of recruiting dozens of homeless people for unpaid labor by promising them free food and shelter according to a federal indictment a slice of watermelon at the end of the day basically a butter biscuit if you're lucky 
Uh, Imper- <laughs> Imperial Valley Ministries has about 30 non-denominal ch- churches across the U.S. and Mexico. Its mission is to, quote, restore drug addicts. Nigga, that sounds very <laughs> Freudianistically worded. <laughs> right. To restore drug addicts at faith-based group homes and raise money to open churches in other cities to do the same, according to the indictment. Faith-based group homes? Yes. That sounds like a fucking house of abuse. Well, obviously. Jesus. That's like when that fucking, what was that like in, uh, somewhere in the fucking Europe land where that old church burned a little. Oh, Notre Dame. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, hey, if you already know the wine cellar, you know that we don't give a damn that some old abuse house burned a little bit. Right, it's not the whole thing didn't even burn no, down, right? Down. Yeah, it was just a little bit of fire. It's like, oh, our old precious European stuff. Look at what you did to the rest of the planet, Europeans. Yeah. Like, I want to fuck shit up in Europe so bad. We've gone on this tangent before. <laughs> um, so the church's former pastor was among the 12 arrested. And this is a quote from U.S. Attorney Robert Brewer. The indictment alleges an appeal. Uh, an, ooh, excuse me. The indictment alleges an appalling abuse of power by church officials who preyed on vulnerable homeless people with promises of a warm bed and meals. These victims were held captive, stripped of their humble financial means, their identification, their freedom, and their dignity. Uh, some victims say they were forced to panhandle as many as 54 hours a week for the financial benefit of church leaders, while others reported being held in so-called rehabilitation homes against their will panhandle 50 hours. So just go out and ask for money and bring it back to me, boy. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Like, they might as well have had him do sex work. They may as well have been the pimp lobby. I mean, honestly, this is kind of how um, these organizations do treat sex workers. Folks like, have, the rescue houses and shit. Oh, they actually tell them to go out and do sex work? They don't tell them to go out and do sex work. They have to stay <clears throat> on site and clean, and they get, like, beatings if they don't, like, clean and, like, make garments that they sell and shit. Because, like, this is the thing. Okay, so what these houses do is, like, they coordinate with police to run a raid on a brothel. And then they're like, oh, we're rescuing you. That's why police are here for some reason. And then they take you back to one of these houses where they, like, train you in a trade so that you can do something besides just be a prostitute for the rest of your life. So while you're there, you have to do stuff like make garments. And then they, like, will put up a website and be like, our rescued girls are making these items buy these items to finance our mission but then the girls of course never get the money and then they like you get beatings and shit if you don't clean and make stuff for them and do the work and you're not allowed to leave because the police will arrest you (laughs) for prostitution charges so yeah actually the people saving sex workers from human trafficking are actually human traffickers weird how that works y'all want emperor william yet we can keep bringing these segments (laughs) <laughs> or we can have this election. <laughs> you know what Emperor William got for these church leaders. I know. And members. Yeah. And just anybody in a hat that makes me think they're a part of that church. Hats probably red. No disc to the blood homies. You know what hat I'm talking about. <laughs> if it's that that baseball team pirates, that that's okay. You you wear that. Or I think it's Phila. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, there's there's a red P hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, the Compton Pyrus wear. That's okay. Your Compton Pyrus are all right. I like some of your rappers. MAGA hats on site. We're gonna. You're gonna find out why the Negroes say "peel your cap." 
<laughs> we're not actually talking about the shell of the bullet. <laughs> There's some white people that are like, oh, is he going to reveal the secret? Yeah, get your caps, Bill. All right. <laughs> um... So, the indictment alleges that church leaders locked victims inside group homes with deadbolt locks. This is all satire, everything I'm saying. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. obviously. It's, it's, all, it's all satirical. It's all very com- comedy jokes. Bilderberg. <laughs> <laughs> so, the indictment alleges that church leaders locked victims inside group homes with deadbolt locks. That's not a fucking fire hazard at all. What the fuck? Every single sentence. This is one of those stories. And every single sentence is what the fuck story. Yeah. Well, they also they, oh, they 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 make them pick their noses and shove it up each other's asses. <laughs> like, what the fuck else are they doing to these people? Well, I will tell you because the sentence isn't even over yet. Oh, Jesus! The indictment alleges that church leaders locked victims inside group homes with deadbolt locks, semicolon, confiscated identifi- identification documents such as driver's licenses, passports, immigration papers, and identification cards in order to prevent victims from escaping. Nigga, people that support church are spiritual bootlickers. You goddamn are. Spiritual bootlickers. I can dig it. Uh, Many victims, including many who did not require drug rehabilitation services, claimed they were later held at IVM properties against their will. The victims said they were required to sign agreements and adhere to strict rules. The agreement included phrases such as, you are not to discuss things of the world. Wait, you will not discuss things of the world? Yes. Is the church not in the... I get it. I get what they're talking about. Church people are full of shit. Mm. And you, you got you got to take them down. Because the ones at the top, they enjoy their fucking sadistic spot and the salary that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah, like these are just basically less funded Epsteins. Yeah. Which, man, that name Epstein is gone. I wonder how many people are trying to change their last name. Shit. Epstein is finished as a name. Yeah. And that's a last name, so you know a gang of people have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, uh, the only thing you are to read is the Holy Bible. If any rules are broken, there will be discipline. Punishments for violations of rules allegedly included the withholding of food. So the alleged scan came to light when a 17-year-old escaped by breaking a window that had been nailed shut. Again, fucking fire hazard. According to the statement, the teen ran to a neighborhood, uh, a neighboring property to call police and to be treated for cuts sustained in the escape. Yeah, that's when you know you want to get the fuck out. Like, you know how I'm scared as fuck of getting cut by broken glass. Yeah. I stepped on broken glass once when I was 13 and it was a tiny little piece of broken glass and it popped a hole in my foot that had me limping for about three days like I actually got waved out of gym class and got to do worksheets for that day Mm -hmm. like for those days yes broken glass scares the shit out of me you gotta want to get the fuck out of there because I'm applying the fact that it scares me to another person uh, no, no, broken glass is scary, which I know because foster care is awesome in a yeah. safe place. Um, no, I had my uh, head actually shoved through a glass window pane on a door. And right, that, and that shit could have went in your eyes. You could be fucking blind. Um, I have a scar, like, right here. I have one. Yeah, I actually have scars, like, in my eyebrow and on, like, my temple. Like, it was not far from, yeah. Yeah, that fucker tried to fucking blind you. Fucking I was probably animal. trying to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> was probably trying you. to kill me. Yeah. Fucking animals. Yeah. 
I mean, who doesn't fucking love um, foster care, right? Um, there's a video that I'm not going to share with you folks, but uh, somebody that has kittens, they were probably at a resale shop or something, and they found, like, a small, like, WrestleMania ring, like, for action <laughs> figures. Mm-hmm. And they let their kittens fight each other in it. I love that. And I'm not gonna, and I, I saw the video, I saved it, and I'm not going to repost it. Because I'm mean. Really? Wow. No, I'm wow. Not, I'm just not going to do it. This is not going to do well with your Emperor William campaign. People want kittens. You get Emperor William, you get Kitten Wars with WrestleMania rings. Damn, that makes you want to get like one of those like little football field things. Just put, just all sorts of settings for Kitten Wars. Or, Honestly. Or, or if you have adult cast, like now, because it's in my head now since I saw that video. I'm like, I can just get one of those because we have adult cats. They don't really Kitten War much more. Or, are you kidding me? Sprinkle the catnip on that. Because you need them to do it on that surface. Big kitten war at night. They do it at, while we're asleep? Yeah, between like 10 and midnight is like kitten war time. Oh, well, while I'm asleep. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you, you go to take a nap when I'm about to get up. Yeah. Yeah, you have a fucked up sleep schedule. I know. <laughs> I know. Is it mostly because of parenting? Oh, yeah, because of parenting and just like, I don't know just random joint pain like oh all right i'm just gonna sit up for a few more minutes because that decided to show up and kick my ass like you know yeah the whackness it is uh one more joint okay um this is like kind of trump news uh this is an immigration judge who was promoted by trump so it's not like trump specific but see because you know we get stuck on this whole fucking like oh he tweeted this thing with weird typos and like i get it it's funny and He's not articulate, but this is what's actually happening because actual things are happening. Policy is happening, you know, implementation, so on and so forth. So an immigration judge who was recently promoted by the Trump administration allegedly threatened a two-year-old Guatemalan boy with a dog attack in order to attempt to make the child be quiet in court. All right. Yeah. Mother Jones reports that Judge Stuart Couch, who was promoted to the Justice Department's Board of Immigration Appeals. Mother Jones is a bootlicker site. It is. It really fucking is. Um, but I just want to say that one more time. Judge Stuart Couch, who was promoted to the Justice Department's Board of Immigration Appeals, threatened a boy at a hearing in March 2016 in a North Carolina courtroom. Irritated by the noises that the boy was making, a two-year-old, mind you, Couch is said to have yelled, I have a dog in my office, and if you don't be quiet, he will come out here and bite you. You want me to get the dog? If you don't stop talking, I'm going to bring the dog out. Do you want him to bite you? Say this. Stop. Say this. Say the word, people. If you're tuned into this right now, say it out loud. I don't care if you're on the bus. You fucking say it and just you you deal with that. The cruelty is the point. Um... According to the report, Assistant Chief Immigration Judge Couch's superior at the time wrote to a legal advocacy group following its complaints about the incident to say, Judge Couch acknowledged he did not handle the situation properly and assured me it will not occur again. Nigga, fuck you. Like, not, I understand you get stressed, you don't handle things properly, but fucking threatening to you're going to have a dog maul a toddler's face off. What the fuck is wrong with you? Who the fuck says that? You probably fucking want that kid to die like uh fuck you As someone who's probably also sick to dog on someone before growing up i just i've thrown the probably in there yeah. i assume the worst of people i mean it seems appropriate at this point because what kind of fucking asshole like threatens a, a like a baby a two-year-old and like Come can on. they even really understand that i don't know 
Yes, I know two-year-olds, they're, they're not the sharpest or the most informed. They haven't really done much study at all, really. They're kind of yeah. lazy. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. They're recalcitrant, I'd say. Recalcitrant toddlers. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh, and I guess while we're here, just know that uh, the Trump administration's Environmental Protection Protection Agency uh, on Thursday completed a full repeal of the Obama-era water regulation called Waters of the United States that limited use of polluting chemicals near bodies of water streams and wetlands. And that shit is always just straight up Republican on Republican crime. Remember, folks, the Environmental Protection Agency is from the uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon administration Mm -hmm. when Republicans were like, yeah, we kind of like trees and photosynthesis and shit. But back then, but you know, but you know who was bubbling up? The John Birch Society and the Koch brothers were like, ooh, you just wait till we figure some shit out. We're going <laughs> to get you. We're going to get you, boy. <laughs> and I like, like, the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's intentionally disingenuous, but this article also says farming groups, a, a crucial voting block for Trump, were in favor of the repeal, saying water protections have restricted their land use. Almost all farms now are factory farms. So when they say farming groups, they mean like, Whatever fucking lobbyist works for Walmart and, you know, like, that's where they get all their dairy from. Or, like, fucking Tyson Chicken Farms, which is one of the largest polluters in the United States, by the way. Farming groups or or, or independent farmers that form barbershop quartets and like to no, hang out no. and do Bone thug songs. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. So, yeah, um, I mean, and as we, you know, of course, I say this, what, we've covered it. Um, Africa's on fire. Yeah. Now South Asia's on fire. Yeah. Amazon is on fire. The yeah. Arctic is on fire. South California's on fire. And we just said, hey, let's repeal safety policies and allow more pollution. Shit, I'm about to have an adult beverage and set some hemp on fire. Because that's all you can have until January 1st. You can have some hemp. Come some, on, January. Some CBD flour. Yes. I can pretend I'm smoking a real joint. <laughs> All right, folks. Yes. Little wine cellar action. I'm still. I know it's. It sounded rickety. I'm still trying to get back into my shit. I have an attitude right now. I'm literally something that isn't really. I don't think has ever really been in my head. I'm literally gonna go to work tomorrow on purpose and fuck up on purpose because they're trying to train me to work in a room I don't want to work in. But if you do a bad job, they don't want you there, and they'll put you somewhere else. I do not want to work a Gerber line. Fuck Gerber lines. All right? Put me on the General Mills. All right? Put me on the fucking the Chips Ahoy, the Oreos lines. Shit, put me on that shitty-ass Skittles line. Fuck it. I hate the Skittles line. Yeah. Better than fucking Gerber. Mm. And the Skittles line is closer to the door where it's less hot. Nice. Um, I just appreciate the irony that you guys have a General Mill line. Oh, shit. I was running General Mills today. Uh, Frosted Cheerios. Because there used to be... Well, I think I showed you, like, um, by where our mechanic is. There used to be this huge General Mills plant, and then they closed it um, and, like, moved it down south. So it's like, there used to be literally... They were making that shit here, like, a decade ago. Hmm. And now they're just shipping it up from, like, some, like, rural factory in, like, Alabama or something. Okay, so they're... Like, back up here to so process. They manufacture it there, and then we package it here. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was packaging those, like, those little, uh, 
like boxes of multiple cereals that you can get where it has uh, Cheerios, Frosted Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, what the fuck is that? Uh, honeycomb? Some shit. I don't really... Golden Grams, that's it. Oh. Golden Grams, oh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Cocoa Puffs, and Lucky Charms, and um, who's the... The Tricks. I almost said, what's the one with the Tricks rabbit? Fucking Tricks. tricks. Yeah. yeah. Golden those... Grams is so good with warm milk. You would. You would end that <laughs> sentence like that. No, because... Okay, you don't understand. You didn't grow up, like, spending years near that factory where they were making Golden Grams. It smelled so good. It smells so good. I don't warm milk. It's either cold milk or... You know what? Yeah, no, I normally do cold milk, but because when they would make it, sometimes they would pass out samples. So when you eat it, it would be warm because it just got done being processed and it was, like, really good. Wait, whose device is that? That... I think that was you. Okay. Oh, shit. So uh, I just got a notification on my smart device to BBC News. Florida man went missing on a night out decades ago. Now his remains have been found in a submerged car visible on Google Maps. Oh, that's pleasant. Okay. So uh, so that's going on. Okay. Damn. Damn. Uh, shit, I'm, shit, they talked to his family members. See, like, what kind of state was he in when he was missing? Like, was he fucking... Well, it was a night out. He was probably drinking. Oh. Oh, and it, and it was Florida, so they were just like, well, Gators got him. Gators got him. Let's go ahead and split up the estate. Come on. We had a case like that up here where everyone thought this dude killed his wife because she just went missing. And it turned out she was actually drunk and trying to get home and fell into, like, the retention pond outside their, um, like, outside their, like, uh, like uh. subdivision. Because, she was, like, she drove into the fucking thing. And it wasn't until there was, like, a super drought one year that, like, they could see parts of the car and she'd just been in there for a few years, but... Yeah, everyone really thought he killed his wife. Oh, like, did they convict him? No, he didn't, because there wasn't enough evidence, because she was just missing. There was, like, no body or so anything. So he's just this local pariah walking around? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just being an asshole to him, yeah, and he's pretty fucking much. traumatized? Yeah, pretty much. Jesus pretty much. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Hey, how, how old was this motherfucker? Oh, I don't know. It was probably, like, in his 30s or 40s when it happened. 30s and what year? Oh, this was a long time ago. Oh, like the 80s? Yeah. And so he was in his 30s in the 80s, white? Yeah. He wasn't traumatized. <laughs> I mean, I get like, we, we, we've got some new white men today. We've got yeah. some, like, white, like, white men our age and younger. There's some yeah. new white men. Some, some of them are not men. They're non-binary. You know, the new young folks coming up. They're mm-hmm. a bit progressivized, <laughs> a bit feminized. They've heard that Black Lives Matter. They find that interesting. Mm-hmm. But in the 80s, yeah. out where you lived. Yeah. In that West Chicago area. Yeah. Oh, no. He wasn't traumatized. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Did he collect life insurance? Probably. Oh, he got. And he probably had a fat life insurance policy on there, too. So, he had life insurance, and he's single now, and he has a sad story to tell the new ladies at the pickup bar. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. He wasn't. So, see, and there goes. Uh, this is me, folks. This is who I really am and what I really think, which is probably why segments on this program just go way the fuck out there and you get titles of episodes like Rapists Make Great Fertilizer. Yes. Because I think the worst of people, especially my fellow cis hetero men. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, that ought to be that. And uh, folks can hold it down. Folks definitely held it down this summer. Like, yes, we did do the overtime hours. and uh, But also folks were definitely hitting up the fucking PayPal. And that helped. Because it's like if folks weren't hitting up the PayPal... Like, the Patreon mm-hmm. helps cover some wine cellar bills and helps us get a grocery here and there, gas in the car, yeah. and whatnot. But, like, I probably would have looked a little harder at getting a washing machine and a dryer without knowing that Phoenix has that PayPal card in her pocket with folks hitting it up. Because mm-hmm. then I'd have been like, fuck, I need to give Phoenix the other debit card. And then I'm like, well, she's going to have to take care of shit, and then there might not be anything for a washing machine and a dryer. But we were able to get that because niggas held it down. Thank you. And we'll keep doing our job and keep holding us down. We'll be able to keep doing it. If not, I have to get a second job stocking at Walmart or some shit. At Walmart, doing overnights, stocking. Ugh. Yeah. And that's uh, paypal.me slash phoenixandwilliam. Or there's the old patreon.com slash Fund. And right now it is Thursday evening as I upload this, record and upload. And Phoenix Cleater does have a swap episode on Patreon early access, and then it'll be on the socialized feed Saturday morning. And that's Central Standard Time in the McMurka. All right, that should be that. All right, fuckerinos, let's turn off the old YouTube day. Bye. And there's the fucking podcast. Yeah. You're so dramatic. Vocal fry. Dramatic. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I'm Flavor Flav saying, yeah, boy. Years old. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.